Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. We are back, everybody. Uh, this is the last chapter in the 50s, chapter 59. So here we go, Lisa. For the director, do not destroy a miktam of David when Saul sent people to watch his house and kill him. Rescue me from my enemies, my God. Lift me out of reach of my foes. Deliver me from evildoers, from the bloodthirsty, save me. They have set an ambush for my life. The powerful conspire against me for no offense or misdeed of mine, Lord. For no fault they hurry to take up arms. Come near and see my plight. You, Lord God of hosts, are the God of Israel. Awake, punish all the nations. Have no mercy on these worthless traitors. Each evening they return, growling like dogs, prowling the city. Their mouths pour out insult. Sharp words are on their lips. They say, Who is there to hear? But you, Lord, laugh at them. You deride all the nations. My strength for you I watch. You, God, are my fortress, my loving God. May God go before me and show me my fallen foes. Stay them, slay them not, God, lest they deceive my people. Shake them by your power, Lord, our shield, bring them down. For the sinful words of their mouths and lips, let them be caught in their pride. For the lies they have told under oath, destroy them in anger, destroy till they are no more. Then people will know God rules over Jacob, yes, even to the ends of the earth. Each evening they return, growling like dogs, prowling the city. They roam about as scavengers. If they are not filled, they howl. But I shall sing of your strength, extol your mercy at dawn, for you are my fortress, my refuge in time of trouble, my strength, your praise I will sing, you God or my fortress, my loving God. So what are your thoughts, Lisa? This reminds me of a Toby Mac video. Really? The, yeah. Uh, uh, can't remember the song, but it's um, one where the dogs are running after um, the kid. And, uh, help is, uh, nope. Anyway, the, uh, dog is, uh, the dogs are running after the kid. And that's what I feel like is happening in this Psalm. And, um, it's kind of funny because in the Turks and Caicos, well, it's not really funny. There's a lot of wild dogs. So, <laughs> so that reminded me of them. But then, um, there's safety in, uh, the fortress who is God. No, I like that. And, and you know, the wild dogs that are chasing after us these days are our sin or are like the devil and the temptations that he um, tries to, um, attack us with. Yeah. Among other lies, things. Maybe. Well, and then, and, and then, you know, it, it comes in so many different ways. Maybe people that are gossiping about us, right. Yeah. Or saying things about us that aren't true. Um, you know, there's just so many levels of how, uh, we can be attacked by evil, right. Mm -hmm. On an, a physical level, an emotional level, a spiritual level, you know, and, 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 it's on every single front sometimes that it seems like we're being attacked. Yeah. What other thoughts do you have on this one? Um, well, you had some, you read some commentary that uh, you thought was interesting. I don't read any you? commentary, Lisa. This is all just this free is a one, Well, no, this is a one-time one thing. Okay. We needed some inspiration. Well, one of the things that I did read in the commentary that I saw in here, right, he, he said that he doesn't want God to do anything with his enemies. He wants his enemies to hang around, although... They're in trouble. And what I thought about was, is, you know, a lot of times we make our own bed and we have to lie in it. Oh, uh huh. Right. Or in our own lives, we've had 
examples of where we have done things wrong mm-hmm. and we've learned from it because mm-hmm. we've had to pay the consequences and deal with the effects of what we've done. Mm-hmm. And so I think oftentimes um, uh, that's a good lesson for us, right? Yeah. Um, that we go to a certain point and we have to pay the price or lay in our own bed. Right. And I think in this particular psalm, he's hoping that these evildoers are going to be an example, right, of those things not to do. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Which I think, as disciples of Jesus, we should be examples of what to do. Yes. Right? And how often, okay, we'd ask our listeners, are we doing exactly the opposite? Mm-hmm. And it can be very subtle, like we talked about a few days ago, where you talk about triggers, right? Mm-hmm. That 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 may cause someone to act in a certain way. It's because we're not seeing beyond that trigger, mm-hmm. right? Because often what happens is, is because of that trigger, we become the crowler and the prowler to someone who really loves us. Yeah. Right? And so we, we lash out at them or we respond in an inappropriate way because of this trigger that in a lot of cases was probably completely innocent, right? And unintended. Right. Yet to it the It still pers- triggers a reaction. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I think we can be the dogs. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, and, and it, yeah. Sometimes, it, you know, it's just our perception and not the reality. Right. And I've really, this has been like, over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of cases where people have meant one thing Mm -hmm. and it was received another way. Yeah. And it can create hurt or dissidence or discontent. And so even in the midst of trying to be completely pastoral because of what you just said and how people perceive things, and what they have going on in their own heart and mind, they can they can be translated to something totally different. Right. That creates a problem. Right. So if this is maybe this has happened to you recently to one of our listeners, okay, or many of our listeners. And if it has, so here's my advice, Lisa, and mm-hmm. you can chime in on this. When you feel like you're being triggered or hurt. Number one, look at the person who's doing it and ask yourself, do you really think that this person means that? Right. And I'm not talking about the people who are definitely your enemies. I'm talking about the people that are really your friends and who love you. Yes. And say, do you really, does this person, would this person really do this, number one? Yeah. And then number two, go to them and talk to them and say, hey, I just want you to know I took this the wrong way and I wanted to mention it to you because I love you and, and I know you care about me and... You know, this is kind of maybe on me, but I, I just wanted to bring it to your attention and, and talk it through with you. No, I agree. And I think, like, if you let it fester up, then um, there could be a, even a stronger negative impact. It'll blow up. Yeah. Fester up to blow up. Right. Versus if you just pull the person aside when it happens or shortly after it happens. Um, you know, maybe sometimes you just need some time to sit with it um, after it happened to kind of, like you said... Um, examine uh, the person if you feel like that person would really truly um, if that was their intention or if it was just some misunderstanding and then um, if you still are confused then talk to the person about it don't wait yeah don't wait because that's only going to make it worse right and that person in many cases 
in this scenario is not even going to know that it had any impact on right them. so unless you tell them and then it could just snowball because then every time the person um, might be around you then there might be still having like resentments towards yeah. what happened and those resentments will just build up and um yeah this happens all the time yeah i mean i see it happen i've experienced it myself i've probably been one of those people who's done it um and and that's what the devil wants us to do right because he wants to divide he loves festering and dividing yeah. and blowing up and all oh, of yeah. these terms you know where where god just wants us to communicate right i find that a lot of misunderstandings would never have become a misunderstanding by either party if there was better communications. Yeah. You know, so sometimes it's just one party misunderstanding. Sometimes it's both parties misunderstanding each other. Yeah. But they're not admitting that. And, right. And they're not actually just going, okay, well, let's talk about this. Let's right. get on the same page. Because we know at the end of the day, God wants us to be unified in him, not divided. I think communication is like a two-way street. Like even with God, like we have to, we can talk to him, but then we also have to stop and listen. That's quite the concept that we should stop and listen to God. Mm-hmm. I think you might have some good advice for us, right? <laughs> right. Given your experiences from today, right? right? We know that God will speak to us. Right. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm my personally, Lisa. See you next time. Bye.